Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE Smackdown episode 1096 and 205 Live episode 193, both broadcast on August 21st, 2020. Um, I also watched the newest episode, the, the, the reboot of Talking Smack, which aired the next, uh, the next morning. Um, and it was really good. I'm not going to talk about specifics. I recommend just checking that out before SummerSlam. It is very, very entertaining. We had, uh, Caleb Braxton and The Miz hosting and, uh, special guests were, uh, who's, who were guests on there? The first guest was, um, oh yeah, uh, Sasha and Bailey were the first guests. Then Big E was the second guest or, or rather third guest. And then the final guest was Jeff Hardy. Um, okay, so uh, the, so that's all I'm going to say about Talking Smack. Go watch it. It's very good. Um, to, real quickly in 205 Live, I watched this uh, just now. Just finished watching it. And uh, we had two matches on there. Uh, Drake Maverick versus Tahuti Miles. I really enjoyed... Um, all, all the like character work in this match, especially at the beginning of the match, uh, Drake Maverick did get the win. So congratulations to him. Um, and then Jake Atlas versus Tony Nice. Jake Atlas won this match with a very smooth, like roll up. For, like he, he pulled Tony Nice down through the ropes into that roll up. So very smooth from both of them to make that happen. But, um, Atlas got the win, and Tony Nice went on the attack afterwards, and he, he went over the uh, announcer table. Vic Joseph and Drew Gulak were there. He says, this, this brand is crap without Tony Nice. This roster is garbage without Tony Nice. Uh, so is that him saying that he's, he's done with 205 Live and good luck with that? Or... Is he saying like, "Hey, I give me a championship match because I make this brand." Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And that brings us to SmackDown. Lots of stuff happened. I I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, we opened up with a big spectacle entrance for entrance introduction for the Thunderdome. I think it's pretty cool. Um, I don't, I, I, uh, well, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm not sure I necessarily like how it looks with all of the virtual audience members, but I am excited to be part of the virtual audience for SummerSlam. I missed the registration for, for raw though. Um, I, I remembered it at like noon, uh, my time. And if they started it at the same time as, uh, as on Friday for SummerSlam, then I missed it by like two hours, but um, I am very, very excited for SummerSlam, um, to be in the Thunderdome, uh, when it's not, when it's not with the audience members, that's when it looks really cool. Cause you have all the graphics and everything. Uh, it's, 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 it, yeah, it's awesome. And then Pyro is back. We've got all the explosions and the fire and the sparklies and all of that. It's great. And lasers flying everywhere. Uh, I like it. Um, so we open up with Vince McMahon saying, welcome to the Thunderdome. And then the fiend comes in with his whole entrance and Vince, uh, like gets out of there. And then, uh, Ron comes in and, uh, 
then Retribution surrounds the ring, and the Fiend says, "Okay, bye." He just waves goodbye to the to Braun. The lights go out, and then Braun is there alone, surrounded by like twenty members of Retribution now. Um, and they beat him up. Uh, the locker room comes out, uh, fights them off as they've been fought off, and the last of them leaves. The Miz finally arrives from backstage. And he's like, yeah, I helped. Uh, then we had Sheamus versus Biggie. Uh, Biggie won via a roll-up uh, after Sheamus was distracted by Corbin being out there. Uh, the whole locker room was uh, at ringside, basically. Not everybody, but a lot of the people who were... Uh, who had come out to fight off retribution were still out there to make sure that they didn't interfere. Um, and Dana is like, she's, she's given Baron Corbin a real piece of her mind. She's like, what are you doing? She's like shaking her finger at him. Telling he he's awful. Probably. I, I don't remember exactly what she said, but I really enjoyed that. Um, backstage, Jeff Hardy is getting medical attention because his knee is messed up. He, he thought somebody attacked, one of Retribution attacked him or something. But then uh, just a few minutes later, we see replay footage of the event. And AJ Styles kicked kicked Jeff Hardy in the knee from behind in anticipation for uh, their, their Intercontinental Championship match later tonight. AJ Styles set to defend that championship. Hardy pleads with the doctor. This is... Come on, it's got you gotta do something. We gotta make this happen. I can't I can't miss this match and all that. He eventually does get cleared. The doctor says, Hey, if you can tolerate the pain, then then I'll clear you. It's fine. Um I mean it's not fine, but you know then it's it's all on you at that point. So um Jeff Hardy does go on to participate in the match. Um he struggles with his knee the entire time. He even like falls off as he's trying to go up onto the top ropes. Uh, I mean, just totally wipes out. And uh, yeah, it was pretty pretty interesting match. Um, it was basically it was the main event match because it was the last match of the night. So I will skip forward to it. Jeff Hardy is the new Intercontinental Champion. He's a five time Intercontinental Champion now, and I thought for sure. So the Miz on Talking Smack was like, "Hey, you've got to defend that. If you, you've got to defend that on SummerSlam, otherwise you're disrespecting all of the previous Intercontinental Champions and all of that." And I thought for sure that the Miz was going to be like, "So, so, how how about a match? Uh, I want to challenge you for it." But that did not happen. Uh, it should have. I, I wonder if it will, if that will lead to something, if maybe the uh, Twitter beef will be, I don't know how much, I don't think Jeff Hardy tweet, tweets very much. Maybe he tweets a little bit. He doesn't, I never hear about big Twitter feuds happening with Jeff Hardy. Um. So anyway, that, that was really good. And AJ Styles was uh, furious saying that Jeff Hardy cheated because he got hit in the face with his knee brace. And uh, and then when asked about it, uh, the Miz was like, congratulations, that's straight out of my book. That's great. And then Jeff Hardy was like, yeah, yeah, I did do that. 
So he he didn't seem very apologetic about having uh, used that knee brace to his advantage because it was also a big disadvantage throughout the match. But um, anyway, uh, going back to after when he, we first seen him with the doctor, we had a Lucha House Party versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. So it was a SmackDown Championship match. Kalisto is at ringside, but Cesaro pinned um, uh, Lince Dorado. And uh, Kalisto and Lince argue afterwards. They get into like a shoving match, yelling at each other. And this could be, could this have been the the beginning of the breakup? Kalisto coming in just in time to break up the, the, the house party. I guess we'll see what happens there. That could be uh, something for payback. Um, then we had Corey Graves interview Sasha and Bailey. Um, they say, no, there, there's anybody, Asuka or anybody else who could beat both of us in one night. And then Naomi arrives and she says, hello, ding dongs. And I love that. And that's why that's the name of this episode. Um, and, uh, Corey and Michael Cole propose, I forget who actually proposed it, but they're like, well, how about a beat the clock challenge? And then, so we have Naomi versus Sasha. Sasha defeats Naomi in three minutes and 39 seconds. And then Naomi defeats Bailey. So Bailey loses the beat the clock challenge, which I thought was great because you like it, when you have a beat the clock challenge, it like assumes that the, the two people competing in it, that they're both surely going to defeat the person who they're both fighting. So, um, yeah, I liked, I liked that Bailey lost there and also Sasha's reaction to that was really great. And, um, because she was really happy, but when Bailey could see her face, she was, she put on her sad face like, Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Like, uh, like Larry David going, Oh, so sorry. So sorry. (laughs) <laughs> very like kind of sarcastically or condescendingly it's great um <clears throat> but anyway uh yeah so bailey will because they got into a bit of an argument because bailey's saying no i was just suggesting it i wasn't saying that i would it was just a suggestion that i would go first and sasha seemed to be pretty upset with that and Corey's like oh hey well then let's settle this then um and then Asuka comes out and uh, does her thing, challenges them, puffs up a little bit, does a little bit of dancing, says that she's going to be the empress of every title, um, which on Talking Smack, I now saw they corrected, they had the Miz correct Kayla, saying it's the empress of all titles, but... I wrote down Empress of Every Title. I think Kayla got it right. Kayla got it right. She did say Empress of Every Title. But maybe the, the t-shirts that they have prepared say all titles. And that's why they had to correct it. Spoiler! Ding dong! Hello! Spoilers! Um, they're really great on Talking Stack. Because they were like, oh, you're just jealous because you don't have a best friend. Somebody get Kayla a best friend. And then they go, ding dong, hello. Oh, nobody's there. That's great. I like it. Um, then we had backstage. Dana Brooke tries to uh, tell, tell Sonia that she feels so bad about what everything she went through this week. 
I won't get into all of that, but Sonya's response to it was to slap the living crap out of Dana's face. I'm surprised Dana even still has a face. She got slapped so hard, and she goes, disrespectful, and then leaves. It was, in- that was so great. Uh, so, uh, Sonia, d- oh, oh, before that, uh, earlier in the night, Mandy uh, addressed Sonia, uh, speaking directly to camera, saying, let's go back to how things were. Let's get back to what we had. I know, I believe in the, the good in you and all of that. So, uh, Sonia comes out into the Thunderdome and says, basically, well... I guess you don't care if your head's shaved. I don't care if my head's shaved. What's up the stakes? Loser. It's a no DQ match. And loser leaves WWE. And wow. So that that, that escalated quickly. And Mandy is probably also going to get s- the, the soul slapped out of her. Um, so we'll see. It's going to be good. That's going to be really good. Um, then we had an interview with Nikki Cross backstage or like a confessional type of thing. And she says that she talked to, tried to talk to Alexa on Tuesday, but she's different now. Something is wrong. Something bad is going to happen. And maybe we'll see that come to fruition on Saturday. That could be pretty cool. Um, AJ Styles versus uh, Jeff Hardy. Um, Jeff Hardy won via twist of fate and Swanton bomb. That was after he hits AJ in the face with his leg brace. Um, AJ backstage is very angry, very angry because he's accused of being overconfident. And that's what led to his loss. But he said, no, he cheated. He cheated. I was, I was out of it because I got kicked in the face with a leg brace. That's a, that's a song lyric, not the, the leg brace that runs the place. Um, and then we have, uh, Firefly Funhouse special edition with, uh, Huskus, the pig boy and Ramblin' rabbit reenacting what happened with Braun Strowman and Alexa bliss, but they like fall in love and, uh, uh, Bray comes in. What the freaking heck is going on in here? And says, sorry, dude, got caught up in the moment. Um, and Bray's big, uh, message for us all is that love can be terrible and it's the worst and it gets you stuck into the situations and all. (laughs) I like, it was funny. Um, but then he like, he smells something and he starts sniffing around and he says, Oh, what took you so long? And then Braun attacks him and he like, is like barely fighting back. And he's just brutalized by, by Braun Strowman and he gets thrown off of the loading docks onto the concrete. He seems to be on the verge of death. Ambulance backs up. They load him into the ambulance, but then the ambulance stops and then it backs up. And then everybody at the docks is like, no, go, go, get out of here. Got take him to the hospital. What are you doing? Get out of here. Um, I forget. I forget the one guy's name. He's the main one who's, who's saying that stuff. But um, they uh the ambulance backs up and then the light inside there's like fog inside uh you can no longer see and then the 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 white light of of uh the the dome light or whatever the interior lights they turn red and then we the camera turns back to the ambulance and the fiend is standing there the ambulance door is wide open and he just laughs sticks his tongue out 
and that's how we and, and everybody is horrified it's uh i'm excited i'm excited it's 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 gonna be a false count anywhere match um and the the falls will probably happen anywhere and everywhere they could even travel into different uh different planes of existence throughout this match um it was shown that they they uh they're like, we're, we have a camera crew trying to find them, except uh, like they can't find the Firefly Funhouse. <laughs> but uh, but Braun somehow found it, that it must be some type of interdimensional portal or something. Um, <laughs> he traveled through to get there. Um, so yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, it's going to be. Ah, I'm excited. I'm excited. That match is going to be really good. Uh, Alexa Bliss has to play a part in it. Um, I'm wondering: is Retribution does that have do do they have anything to do with the Fiend, or is the Fiend just taking advantage of the situation? Is like, oh, this is uh, I'm just going to get out of here and let let these guys take care of Braun for me. Um, and uh, yeah, Alexa having changed is awesome. Uh, we didn't actually see her on this episode. So I think we'll see her do something big on Saturday or on Sunday. And, uh, yeah, I'm just overall like very, very excited. This whole weekend of shows is going to be so good. I talked about my, uh, takeover 30 predictions already. Um, but let me run down what, what, uh, what matches we have on the card, uh, announced already. They might add some more. They might change some. I don't know. We have eight matches announced. Um, we have the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. I think that the Street Profits will win there. And that uh, it's very likely that Bianca Belair and Zelina Vega will get into uh, into an argument of some sort or fisticuffs um, at some point. We have Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. I think Randy Orton is going to win. And then we might get the return of somebody to uh, challenge that. Or the appearance of somebody who we haven't seen on Raw yet. Or at least not any time recently. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I uh, I forget exactly what I was thinking. I, I was trying to allude to somebody returning to challenge Randy Orton. Oh, John Cena. I think it could be John Cena. Uh, then we have Apollo Crews versus MVP for the United States Championship. Uh, Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin are banned from ringside, so I think Apollo Crews will win. Or MVP, or yeah, if MVP tries to cheat and he does it unsuccessfully, then he'll lose anyway. But uh, then we had Dominic Mysterio with Rey Mysterio at ringside versus Seth Rollins with Buddy Murphy at ringside in a street fight. So it's basically. <laughs> A street fight, like anything goes in a street fight, like uh, Mysterio, uh, Ray and Murphy, they can do get involved, right? Um, so it's basically like a, a tornado tag match street fight, except that only Dominic or Seth can get or receive the pin. Um, but that's gonna be that's gonna be nuts. That that match is gonna be really good, I think. Um, and I think this could lead to Samoa Joe returning to the ring to fight Seth Rollins. I hope, oh man, imagine that trio, then Seth Rollins and Murphy are outnumbered. Good luck with that guys. Um, talk about the greater good. They'd be the greater good at that point. Anyway, uh, then we have Sasha Banks versus Asuka 
For the Raw Women's Championship, I think Asuka will win. And Bailey versus Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship, I think Bailey or I, I think Asuka will also win that. And then we'll get some type of payback match, Asuka and somebody, hopefully Io Shirai, challenging the uh, the ta- for the tag team titles um, at payback. And then Asuka can be Asuka three belts and Io two belts. And Sasha and Bailey no belts. Um, Braun Strowman versus the Fiend. I think that the Fiend will win um, because he he got beaten up on purpose. He was just he was just messing with Braun. He didn't care that he was getting beat up because he knew the Fiend would come and be just elated at the amount of hurt that is taking place. There's a false count anywhere for the WWE Universal Championship. I think that the the Fiend will win. Um, and then we have Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville. No disqualifications. Loser leaves WWE. Uh, not Neither of them. Um, the, the hair thing is off. I think that the hair thing is off the table now. Um, that now it's, it's just all the other stuff. So, um, man, this, this match could be awesome. This could be really, really good. And I'm excited for there to be, uh, three singles matches, three women's singles matches. That would be awesome. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I think maybe I, uh, I, I think that John Cena will return. Um, some people have been saying, Roman Reigns will return. That seems like a rumor out there. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, and then I thought it would be interesting. What if, what if Roman Reigns is actually the leader of retribution? What would, what would any of us even do about that? I don't know. So there you go. Um, I I do think retribution will play a a big role in something happening at SummerSlam, or, I mean, they've got to have some presence there. Um, maybe the really big thing happens on uh, the next night on Raw. But uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's gonna it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Of course. Of course. All, all things could be, be completely uh, weird and executed badly. I don't know, but I'm not, I'm looking forward to it. I think at least half of it will be really good, uh, and that's enough for me to have enjoyed the show. I think. Anyway, why am I even getting uh, getting even partly even halfway negative about anything? Um, so let me know what you think what you hope will happen at SummerSlam, what you thought of this episodes or all these episodes of stuff. Um, they also had like a SummerSlam best of SummerSlam special on Fox, um, that is still going as I record this, but, um, I'm recording this like 15 in 15 minutes, the kickoff for takeover begins. So, uh, that is it for right now. um, but let me know what you thought by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe, healthy, and happy out there in all of the infinite multiverses. And I'll see you next time here 
on TIW Podcast. Ding dong. Goodbye.